Yeah. What's happening, guys? We're back here with part two of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, Micah, how do you feel? How do you feel about this? Uh, I feel like somebody that doesn't have any answers. Um, I'm so lost right now. I'm cold. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of things yeah. that come up during this story that you're just like, is is it possible? Or are yeah. these just a bunch of crazy people that wanted us to talk about a story that they made up? <laughs> well, we talked about it. I'll tell you about that. And listen, mother trucker, we talked about it. No matter what, we uh, we covered all of it and then some. Uh, but yeah, anyways, guys, uh, enjoy this episode. I had a good time with it. I hope you guys did too. And if you have any information about this stuff or this particular place or story and we missed something, please share it with us. Let us know. As always, please follow us on Facebook. You can look us up on Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube. If you go on there and you hit the big old subscribe button. Micah loves this part. Micah, what do they need to do? What button do they do it with? What is <laughs> you hit that button and you hit it hard. Yeah, hit, hit that like button. Hit that, that like subscribe button. button and, and you do the little, the little point down thing. at it. I think that only works if we put stuff in the links. And it, yeah, anyways. Well, I mean, it's it's below the videos. The yeah, like button true. and uh, the subscribe button. True. True, fair point. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, I think that's about it. Oh, um, far as our next episode, so I I don't want a hundred percent say because we don't have it like completely solidified, but there's a chance, there's a chance that our next episode we're actually gonna have it some team members on or a individual on to talk about the Bigfoot man, and I'm kind of excited about it because. Hashtag Bigfoot. The Bigfoot man. Bigfoot life You know matters. it's a man. It's well, just a Bigfoot. Would, it could would, be it could be a female. You should need both more than <laughs> more than likely. Should need. On, I mean, it could well, be asexual. Maybe yeah, it, maybe we don't it impregnates know. itself. I mean, there are things in nature know. that do that. Well, you want to know why we don't, we don't know? Yeah. Oh God, here we go. Why don't we know, Micah? We've How never seen you? a Bigfoot. That's false. That's, <laughs> That's false. You and I have never false. seen a Bigfoot. Nobody say? in the history of ever has seen a Bigfoot. Oh, French toast ever. How there is no, there there's no way in the 21st century that if someone's seen a Bigfoot, we don't have a crystal clear 4K oh picture of the go. Bigfoot. Listen, guy. 4K mother trucking pit. So, dude, what I'm just saying, every, everybody's walking around with one of these. One of these the woods, right here. If you're hiking, if you're hiking, you, dude, who who hikes without a freaking phone? I don't who know hike, who Probably. hikes without a phone. You tell me. Every Listen. mother trucker ever has got one of these things now. Listen, they all take fantastic picture. pictures. Listen, I'm telling you, my phone takes decent pictures, but at, at, at swipe, if something's running or the kids are moving, I have a lot of blurry pictures of my kids. So, anyways, this is why we're going to bring an expert on for this, because I want to present Bigfoot with absolutely a... a, a uh, we need to approach it in a manner like you're doing. We we need to critically evaluate whether this is a possibility or not. But at the same time, I also want someone who's a, got some good background on him to to bring him up and bring him to you guys, our listeners, so that he, he gets a fair shake of the stick at least, right? I mean, that's fair enough. Can we at least do that for Bigfoot? Fair. Yeah. We, 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 I'll, I'll, okay. I'll hear it out. I'll we'll shake out. his stick. It's okay. We'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, enjoy this episode, and uh, great job, Micah. Good job. We should just have you do a solo one now. We need to do a solo something of just you. 
covering whatever. What would you do it on? We'll, we'll see. I mean, we've I had people people have asked know. you to do it. Joe asked I mean, you to do one. I I guess if if people if people would really even if it was like a 15, a 20 minute one, not, you could just do a rant about Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Here we go. You guys are here to politics. Let's go. Joe right now. Skinwalker right. Ranch Part 2, baby. Let's go. What's happening, guys? We are back with Skinwalker Ranch Part 2, Episode 18, I guess you could say, even though it's a continuation of Blue Balls, uh, which we're great at bringing you here on the uh, the Bob Show. When we critically evaluate things, let me tell you, we approach things in a manner that's like no other. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> Micah, how did you feel? about everything that happened in the previous episode and everything that you shared. Do you have any thoughts you want to put out there about it before we really dig into the uh, second half here? No, I don't I don't think so, other than the thoughts I already shared in the first episode uh, True. for this. Um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think a lot of it is uh, <laughs> maybe not accurate, but... Um, well, I think... Yeah, the no. conclusion was, if we were just going off of Terry, wait, did I say that right? Yeah, Terry, yeah. right? Yeah. Terry. Sorry. Yeah, Terry I, Sherman. Well, it's weird because in some of the research, some of the people like disguise their names, so different names and stuff. But yeah, so Terry, um, he seems to be the one who had a majority of the events or incidents occur directly to him outside of his wife with the hilarious uh little ghost or poltergeist whatever you want to call it who's just completely screwing with her on the uh the groceries and uh different stuff around the house which i personally think is hilarious um but what we're gonna be dealing with here in the second part has to do with hopefully some other incidents besides just him so if that's gonna help validate I don't, I don't know if that's the term I should use on this, but if it's going to help validate any of this for you guys, um, we are going to bring you some other information besides just what Terry himself experienced and his family. Because uh, there's a chance that Terry was doing some uh, serious lines of cocaine on the ranch and was ranching real hard, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dude, if somehow he ever listened to our show, listen, I apologize. It's just in good fun. You even have to admit yourself. I'm sure if we sat down and talked to the guy, could you imagine if we had him on the show? Like, do you think we asked him, like, did you ever feel like you were going crazy at any point? I mean, the guy had to have felt like, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what he it, felt. It, it, it said that he he thought it could be, like, uh, military experiments, right? So That I mean, is if, true. If you, if you thought it was that, then you probably wouldn't think you were crazy. Well, I, I'm still not ruling completely. I'm not completely ruling out Cabin in the Woods because with the sounds coming from the ground and these random creatures popping up, there's a chance that this is that's where the movie came from. It was based off of this. <laughs> um, but anyways, okay, so 
I know we mentioned it a little bit in the last episode, but to help refresh my memory and our listeners' memories a little bit, uh, as we mentioned, Terry and them reached out to the newspapers, and it does sound like they were on the verge of bankruptcy, and they were already pretty distraught. His wife, for one, was like, I am done. We're leaving, which I, I'm surprised that didn't happen a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, the almost exact timeline on this between purchase and in them leaving is only roughly 15 and a half months. So, I mean, yes, a lot of crap happened, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like this was just all like, I don't know. Enough happened. I think I would have been packing up, but apparently Terry's a stubborn man and didn't want to be pushed off his land. So it is what it is. But we then have Robert Bigelow. Bigelow, right? Bigelow, yes. Mm -hmm. That's a fun last name. Bigelow. Anyways, Robert and his team that he's established, known as NIDS, uh, what was their exact... I can't remember the name of the... Wasn't it like National it was, uh, Discovery... National Institute something? for Discovery Science. With the NIDS team, I don't want you guys to get the impression that, you know, with Robert hiring these guys, as we said, he wouldn't have hired me, right? He brought in guys that he specifically said he wanted them to have a skeptical mindset on whatever it was they were studying. They wanted a logical explanation. So they're not going straight to interdimensional beings. You know, he didn't he said leave pseudoscience at the doorstep as it basically was. So with his team um making the purchase in ninety five six ninety six. That's yep. right. Um they it was actually July of ninety six and they ended up moving to the farm in September. Yeah, and that's basically where we're going to start back up here tonight and where Mike is going to take over and um, kind of start sharing this. And I'm obviously going to keep jumping in and out of it and uh, sharing other crazy stories along the way if I, if, we, if we miss something. There is one. I, I, I'll see if it comes up in your story. And if it doesn't, I will tell the story at the end because I'm not exactly sure at the exact timeline that it fell in, whether it was like just before or just after these guys took over so you go ahead and get started but if if you don't cover it it's a messed up crazy story so anyway so here we go part two of skinwalker ranch uh so, hey, part, know, two, right? um, part two so uh after um after robert uh bigelow purchased the farm uh or the ranch whatever you want to call it from uh, Terry, a plot of land. Uh, yeah. In <laughs> July, uh, they got everything, uh, you know, around, and they were able to move to the ranch in September. And they kept Terry uh, there. Well, Terry offered to stay on as a ranch manager because yeah. they still had some animals that they were using, and they purchased some of his cattle um, to be, like, bait, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he also kept some of his cattle there basically for the same purpose. I don't think I would have done that, but... You know, I, I think the guy truly maybe he wanted thought it was some answers. You know what I mean? Because uh, coincidence, um, convenience uh, to keep some of his cattle there. Um, but yeah, because he move his family to Idaho, I think, or something like that, right? I don't, I don't know. I believe that that's I where they uh, went at the up. time. So yeah, out of convenience, I'm sure with the cattle and the land, it's probably he probably didn't go buy some other massive, you know, piece of. Wasn't this could... in Idaho? No, no, no. This is in Utah. This is in Utah. Mm. Okay. The Utes. Um, I don't remember that from, from the first episode. <laughs> That's why I know we covered it like a week ago. Um, so, uh, the oh, Nids little, team was made up. Blurry. Of... I'm so sorry to interrupt you. 
I don't know why it goes. So it much. only goes blurry like when you look down. No, you're perfect there. God you're beautiful. Dang, dude. Take those glasses <laughs> off and show me those sensual eyes. <laughs> uh, well, without the glasses, I can't I read know. my notes. All right, so well, go I ahead. I proceed. Could, but... I, I apologize. Um, look at that so it was, too. God. His, uh, his group was made up of 25 <laughs> members. Um, that included some uh, ex-military that were used for like security purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it specifically, for me, it specifically named two um, key players. It was uh, Eric Davis, who was a physicist, and Column uh, Kelleher, which is a biochemist. Um, and so the two of them, as well as two other scientists, that it, it didn't specifically name, so I don't know who they were or what their field was. Um, but it, from what I what I read on it and, and watched on it, it was uh, four scientists and assistants uh, actually moved there. Um, and so they were they were living on the ranch. Uh, and, um, that first they wanted to kind of rule out anything like far as the family being psychotic or anything like that and just making the story up. I mean, what to be if, honest, like... What if they're all just crazy, yeah. right? And he just spent millions of dollars to buy... Well, I don't remember what he actually bought this from, though. I don't for. know. I don't know what he bought thousand, it. 250000 or something like that. Uh, it's probably more than that. It's 500. I mean, that's like a square freaking mile, like... I guess I should have looked that up. Um, so, uh, he, they wanted to rule out any of that. They wanted to rule out environmental, um, explanations as well. Um, and they, they were unable to find anything like in the environment as far as like being a fault line or, you know, any type of odd something that might cause, um, people to hallucinate or anything like that. Uh, and they weren't able to find anything like that. Which Uh, is important. I'm sorry, I was just say, which is, like, that's actually pretty important that they, I appreciate that they started, that should tell you guys, too, that these guys didn't come in, like, no offense to any ghost hunters or anything like that, the actual ones out there, but, like, I mean, the history channels, like, I don't know, their version of ghost hunters sometimes, like, they don't ever try to cover just rational explanations, it seems like, they're just, like, like, if a light goes out, instead of being like, all right, how's the wiring in the house, is there a short, you know, like, they're just like, that, that was it, yeah, that was that a was, ghost, you know. Yep. Yeah, that was I the just feel, spirit I, Christmas I past. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I really appreciate these guys came in and are checking the things that make sense. Is they, like, like you said, where they were checking to see if there were even like berries or anything that could be releasing anything that could be causing them to hallucinate, right? So they might actually think they're seeing it, but it's it's just this mass hallucination. Um, yeah. But as you were saying, I'm sorry, keep going, continue. Um, so as I said, they moved in in September of 1996. Uh, and then it said that the, the rest of 1996 was pretty uneventful, except for some lights that they, they saw in the sky, and that was about it. Always with those lights. Um, were they blue? Did it mention if they were blue? Uh, no, or it's, blue it, just, or, okay. it just mentioned lights. Um, so, <laughs> we're so much, I'm so uh, mature. <laughs> then, it, then it went to uh, March uh, was the first big... Um, event that it mentioned so this is like six months later um to be honest i'm surprised that they're still there uh well six months i mean pretty uneventful as for six months that seems like a long time you know they had to thought this guy was lying at at six months if you were there for six months right if you're whatever part of the team like if nothing nothing's happened outside of like all right yeah there's some weird light or whatever going on over there but like 
After six months when this guy's like telling you these, listen, I swear to God, a five foot tall wolf crawled out. <laughs> so, I mean, you might be expecting a little bit more here than, yeah, ooh, for real. There was a light over there. There's some lights. Woo. <laughs> uh, um, so, oh God. like I said, March uh, is the next event, uh, 1997, and it said that uh, his wife was there to help him out with some stuff. Um, mm. She wasn't living on the farm anymore or anything like that. Um, and I don't believe he was either, but he worked there, um, obviously, being the well, he, manager. Yeah, with, and with, with all these guys taking over on the team, like these were all lab guys, right? Like they're super smart in what they do, but they were not ranch hands. They weren't used to being on a farm. So just as the natural, you know, tending to the animals and stuff, like these guys probably weren't up signing up to do that. So that's what he was there doing. You know, him and his, well, it sounds like occasionally his wife, she stayed away, but yeah, man, she, that was she mainly. did come occasionally to help him out with different stuff. Um, and it, it is, it is, um, I guess. Uh, advantageous for me to mention that they had set up some uh, hmm. uh, basically dog kennels around the property. I think it said like three or four. Yeah, um, yeah, they had those uh, watchtowers. Yeah, it was like a watchtower, and they had a they had a kennel around it where they kept dogs um, that they used as like a uh, biosensor, I guess, um, yeah. because animals are a lot more to- in tune with. Um, you know, like presence and that kind of stuff. I truly um, believe in that. I, I yeah, I, I do think I do think animals can sense mm-hmm. uh, you know any type of spirit or something like certain, that more than certain ones can. seem to be more keen to it too. You know what I mean? Like far as directly where it's at. Like no offense to cattle, but like you know how we talked about how there was like cattle splitting and stuff before like something might have been splitting them. Like I feel like say horse for in particular or dog, they like pinpoint like they'll look in that area versus a cow that's just like uncomfortable. I do feel yeah. that, you know, they're, a I think, more, I think like, it's more like cows just don't care really. <laughs> <That's true>. uh, <laughs> um, <sighs> so I guess that they were out there, um, and they were, they were there to tag, um, to tag some, uh, cows. Um, yeah. The, some, the babies, right. That it just, yeah, they were born. Before had their, just been born or day before, yeah. sorry, day before. I'm not sure if it was day before, but yeah, they weren't very they were, old. Yeah, they were um, yeah newborns basically. Yeah, and and uh, this was about um, they had one calf that was about a hundred yards away from the homestead, uh, which they had tagged, um, and then they they moved on to tag some more cattle. Um, they said that uh, they it was about three hundred yards away where they went to to tag these other. Um, cattle they had a, a dog with them it might have been more than one i'm not yeah. sure they didn't have a dog like... with them yeah and then the uh, the dog uh kind of went uh like kind of started growling um there was a musk smell i guess in the air <laughs> i always love how um, much they mention that like you'll hear that all the time with any of this stuff it's like even with Bigfoot, right? Bigfoot, there was a heavy musk. musk. Heavy musk, if you know what I mean. I honestly <laughs> almost like want to know what. Like, let's talk about that. What is musk? Like, I know I should probably know this, but like, I don't know what musk. I don't. I don't. Every time they say that, I, I, I guess in my my head, I always think of like a, a like nature ish smell that that's like distinct. I don't know. Do you know what musk? I mean, uh, swear, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, I I guess. For me, the the best way that I can describe it is kind of like it's a, it's a very like heavy, um, 
it's almost like a like you can smell the moisture kind Moist. of yeah nice. so nice. that's just the okay. way so that, like that rain almost of, like a rain but not like kind of sort of but rain. it's a different kind of smell it's it's like it's it's a heavy um overbearing to me it's overbearing okay. kind of smell Hey, I appreciate um, you educating me. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just, I didn't know. I, I constantly, through any of this stuff, is always like, then a musky smell. Well, I mean, have you ever heard of like, a, a, you know, someone's, it, uh, their manly musk or something like that? Yeah, but I, always, I mean, I've never taken that as a compliment. Like, when have you ever <laughs> once in your usually. life, when have you once ever went to somebody and been like, dude, I just want to tell you today, you really got a good musk really smell good, going on. Yeah. You got to, yeah, yeah. I've never um, done that once. So these were, uh, as we mentioned it, they were uh, like uh, upper echelon uh, cattle ranchers. So these were Black yeah. Angus uh, cattle. Um, as I said, they, they moved around 300 yards away. They tagged a few more uh, cows. The dog started growling. And the mother cow that was close to that calf, I guess, started acting very strangely. Um, well, she smelled the musk. Almost, almost like, <laughs> almost like she was like <laughs> losing her mind. Um, Poor thing. So they 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 wandered on back over there, um, and they found the calf. Um, and so I'll start with the the least relevant part, I guess. Um, <laughs> the the ear that they had tagged looked like it had been cut off with. Um, a sharp instrument is what it nope. Says. That's the most important part right there, Micah. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so the tag ear was missing. Oh, um, like something sharp. Might yeah, just like cut sharp the cut was the it ear off. Not dull. Sharp. No, more than sharp. That. Yeah, no jagged edges either. Um, so uh, now, besides that, the only it specifically says that the only thing left to this calf mm. that should tell you something. Uh, the only thing left to this calf was its head, its legs, and its spinal column with some of its rib cage still intact. See, um, I feel like this this calf right here couldn't have been, and I feel like the story's a little misleading because you know how we just talked about, so to be clear for the people listening, the the calves that they were tagging were relatively new, like within the week or a day old. You know, they are just tagging a bunch of them. But this particular calf couldn't have been a newborn because, as you're going to probably explain in a second here, they, they, they actually give the amount of meat approximate that was removed there's I no way that that was off of a newborn cat do not have that oh i have that number so i'll, I'll let you okay. tell but I'm, I'm thinking this had to have been like a relative this couldn't have been a brand new calf because it was they said approximately well you go ahead and tell them what's going on first they're walking up on the scene ears chopped off and what else is going on so there's um, blood right because so, clearly the ear you know no that's again no blood <laughs> just like the last cow that was missing vampires darn his, vampires uh no blood so this thing basically was skinned from its neck down, um, and it was laying on its stomach. Mm -hmm. So its spinal column was up, and there was pretty much nothing there, um, except for, like I said, its head, its legs, and uh, the spinal column with some of the ribs still attached to it. No blood, and the ear that had been tagged had been cut off. It was um, weird because it said it roughly that's pretty significant. Yeah, it, it's, he said roughly sixty pounds worth of. Well, maybe it was a newborn calf because it said sixty pounds of meat. He's he's thinking. I don't know. Calf probably doesn't weigh quite sixty pounds. That's what so I was thinking. That's why I was thinking it had to have been a couple months old or something. It might have you been, know? you know, at least somewhat. 
But anyway, but the point being, my, there's a picture. We might be able to post it with this. But you're absolutely right. Like the the feet completely said laid out to the side. I don't know what I'm doing with the finger thing because if you're just <laughs> listening, it means nothing to you. But in a star <laughs> formation, as it were, gently laid out, cut a circle around its neck basically, and then just skin it from there down. No bone or no flesh, no meat, no skin. You know nothing. Except for the the carcass down to, I think they were still skin from like the knee joints down, possibly on the feet or the legs, but uh, yeah, well, stripped. It wasn't that in depth of what what I. Oh well, sorry, so. I was just covering what. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I mean, it, was, it was significant. I mean, anytime you're just like, uh, this is no longer an actual whole animal kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I mean, we're we're not talking super long. It doesn't take all that long to. Uh, tag a calf you know it's it's basically like you grab their ear and there's this little tool and it just it's click done you yeah know, i like think it actually pretty said quick. 25 minutes they thought that roughly they've been gone about 25 minutes when they were over there i could be wrong on that but you ain't blurry again oh you're back oh you're perfect there you are it's just when you put your head down i'm sorry just in case there's listen for the one guy or gal who's watching us on youtube right now like do it for you I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that that was, that was all roughly. I have for, for that um, for that particular incident, uh, which now, is freaking weird. It doesn't say that there were any scientists or anything like that. No, they did. They did call them out there, though. They so that's the only part where we got to evaluate. So again. Here's another incident that's happening. Even though the NIDS team is on site, there's the four members that you're talking about, and the NIDS team. Like, so the rest of them came out, and obviously the four were there. That's where we got the picture from, which we can post on our Facebook page. Um, so they did look at the scene as well. They, I believe, even searched the area. Um, the only thing that they remarked, there was one thing. I can't remember if it was a print that they found or something. But it was, there was basically nothing in the area that was significant to mention. The only thing that they did mention of any significance is the watchtowers we were talking about, how... They'd have they had three separate watchtowers. They were fenced off with the ke- like the kennels for the dogs. All the dogs at this point were huddled like hid in their house, and they did yeah. this for a couple days. So there was yeah. a weird presence, I guess you could say, that was upon the uh, yeah, the farm. It, it, that was the the next thing. It didn't give uh, a date for this one, uh, yeah. but it was between uh, April first and March 9th, I believe. Um, so within a couple weeks, um, possibly within a few days, because uh, it did specifically, like you mentioned, that the uh, dogs had stayed in the kennels for days mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't want to come out. Um, so this one, I did involve Terry and uh, yeah, some I of the scientists. One. I don't remember if it mentioned specifically who it was. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't so. write it down. Um, but there was Terry and at least a few other people out there, uh, and they were driving a, uh, it said a four by four. So I don't know if it was a, a pickup truck or, or what I would assume it was a pickup truck because yeah. he had a gun rack. Good old um, beater. And, uh, he, <clears throat> he pulled a gun and ended up shooting, um, during this incident. So they, uh, they he were. used a boomstick? Yeah, the he pulled stick. his thirty he pulled six it out, out. <laughs> he pulled it. and he fired it three times. Wait, um, we got uh, what? What? What the oh, French yeah. toast? All right, yeah. hang on. <laughs> so as they're as they're going along, um, 
I, I guess they, they spotted not this, this, I, I presume, uh, is at, is at night. Um, okay. because they, uh, they had a spotlight out there and, oh. uh, they, they spotted two yellow eyes mm. or two, what look like yellow eyes. Um, okay. you know, like if you shine a light at like dog eyes or deer or something like that, their eyes reflect back to you. Um, so it said that they found two eyes, 20 feet in a tree. And Terry's first um, response was, was to blow shoot the it. crap out yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry grabs his gun. Um, he shoots <sighs> the, the eyes disappeared and they heard a loud thud. Um, so clearly he's he shot something. Okay. Somebody fell out the tree. It's Steve. They had it's no idea. So after they hear this thud, they, they go to investigate. Um and they couldn't they couldn't find it. Um they couldn't find any like blood or anything on the ground. Uh and then uh, apparently as they're as they're searching, uh Terry yelled that he, he saw it. And he fired twice more. Terry's just shoot. He yeah, just he wants just to, shoot to shoot something stuff. at this yeah. point. I, yeah. I totally remember the story because he, didn't he say something along the lines of like, "I'm not going to let it get another calf." Like, or so, a cop. yeah, he, something, something like that. I, I didn't write that one. What what he said down. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was pissed off that that he was losing cattle to it, and he did not want it to kill any more cattle. So this is, so, this is what's known as the supposed, possibly Mothman sighting on the ranch. Right, I mean, if it, it goes into more detail here about the the shooting, because did he hit anything in the second time when he take his two additional shots? I uh, just said he he shot twice. Um, it didn't specifically. I mean, like it's nighttime; they had no spotlight on it or anything like that. It'd be pretty hard to. Did you have any notes about prints or anything from this incident? The only, or no? I did have that. Um, okay, they were able to find two two footprints. Um, they were twenty twenty feet apart. So I mean, that's holy that crap. seems kind of odd. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then they had measurements of them, so they were fourteen mm. inches long, um, yeah. which is, I mean, that's that's pretty significant. You you, you imagine that's probably yeah. like a size well, sixteen a shoe or something like that. Yeah, um, don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then they had uh, huge claw indentations, so they had. Hmm. You know, it, it didn't give a measurement for how far. Yeah, that's what the I'd claws want to know. went. Or how deep the claws went, um, but it did just say Something. huge claws. Now yeah. this is interesting though because if, if if this is some sort of entity or being, it didn't react like the wolf because the wolf just looked at him like, eh. and then this thing apparently actually either got scared and jumped from the shots or was hit and then jumped to the ground and was shot at two more times by. Terry doing cocaine and shrooms and shooting at any lights. <laughs> I mean, that's a little funny. presumptuous. But... It is. It's totally presumptuous. I would not. I'll say this. I would. If I was out there with Terry, I'd want to be behind Terry, behind him, close that he knows I'm there, but behind him. I would not want to be <laughs> where he might see a light and go, "That's it, you son of a gun!" <laughs> and start shooting at things. So yeah, I mean, I would probably be that person. So this was it that they found though. Just two, tr- just two separate tracks. tracks. 20 14 feet, inches, 20 feet apart. And that's that. Yep, with huge claws. That's that. Well, this kind of blows, because um, that's not really giving us anything. That's just yeah, more it, like... Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't hey, really... 
Here's to something pour smoke. That, like, <laughs> blowing more smoke up her ear. It really is, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and then it, it specifically mentioned that uh, on April 1st, um, another calf had vanished. Um, and that uh, later on, I don't believe it was the same day, but it was it was around the same time frame. Um, his wife was out there to help him fix a fence and to tag a few more cows uh, or calves. Um, and that they had uh, they had passed four prized bulls that they had on the property at the time. Mm, he said yeah. they had them there for out of convenience. Sake. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. His other property um, he must have gotten or wherever they were at couldn't have been that big. And it, you know he got 514 acres, so I mean it's probably a lot easier to just drop yeah, it off it, there. You know, it's I don't know how much cattle are worth. I have no idea, but it gives roughly what these cows were or these bulls were worth. Um, and this is 1997, mind you. Um, but it said it, that they, between the four bowl? was worth. It did say prized. All right, I'll take a peek real um, quick while you're talking about it. I'll see if I can find any. So. so it said that these four bowls were worth about 12 grand between the four of them. Um, so, you know, obviously bit. that's three grand a piece. Um, but I don't know how much, like, if you chop a cow up, how much can you get out of it? You know, is it is it. Well, I'm assuming I'm assuming breeding. Well, he's probably bre- if it's a prize bull. He's, these are right, but you would think it, it would be worth more money than three grand if you're, you know. But yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it, you're really at that point. You're just making money off uh, selling the the seed, the seed of that, the lineage of that man seed, the man seed. <laughs> the man seed. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah, keep going. I'm, gonna, I'm just briefly looking how much a prize bull might cost. So. Okay. Um, so anyway, they... they uh, Getting some of my info from they Beef the... Magazine right here. Oh. <laughs> you know that was a uh, Beef Magazine. Sean Pines had a Beef Magazine. They had a magazine. Um, so they, they passed these four bulls going onto the property uh, to fix this fence and tag a few cattle. So it took about an hour to fix the fence and to tag um, the calves that they were they were doing uh and i i know he it specifically mentioned that his wife had expressed concern over having those bulls there she did well because of the, the about, mutilation that had happened yeah. with the calf and then you got okay just really quick um because i don't want to it's not really that important but i'll at least mention it um it, it can vary because it's saying that if you're basing it on like the meat price it's going to be roughly two to four thousand dollars a cow, depending on the amount of meat you're going to get. But it can be anywhere from, jeez, anywhere from uh, two thousand to over ten thousand. But that's getting like upper echelon. Like, and that's it, probably it doesn't really matter. Now, I'm just going to say so, four to six thousand, roughly. Each guy is with, worth. Yeah, I would say with um, with inflation and everything, it's probably you know, yeah. Because that was also from two thousand. They're like four too. to four to six thousand. Four to five Fair numbers. Like that. I don't think anybody's going to hold that against us. Like, in episode uh, 17, yeah, part two, Skinwalker, you said a cow could cover a prize bull. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, so his wife... So as they're, as they're coming back, he, she, ex- she expressed concern about how, you know, because obviously 12 grand, you know, maybe it's not the end of the world for you, but 12 grand is not something to laugh well, at. Well, they already went especially, pretty much bankrupt. Yeah, especially when place. you... When you already had your own fair share of issues, and um, so she she mentioned that you know it would really hurt them if anything happened to those bulls um, going in. 
That is kind of weird. And as they're to say, coming though. back out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, if you had a lot had of cows, a lot you, of you lost 14 cattle last year when you lived there. So, I mean, that's a good point to bring up, too. Just really quick before we go any farther. If anybody here is listening going, all right, well, I think Terry's just doing this crap to get the attention. He's lying and spreading, you know, like he's the one doing this stuff because most of these events have happened to Terry himself. The guy is wasting a lot of money if he's doing that. If he killed 14 of his own cattle last year, if we're just roughing it out, say they're $2,000 a piece, that's, you know, 20. However, I'm, I, 28. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god! Oh, sorry, I had to throw my mask uh, in again because uh, I'm the best. <laughs> but the point being, I'm just saying that the guy is literally not only losing money financially, but he if he's doing this, he's just completely destroying his reputation as a rancher too. So I I don't know. I just putting it out there. That's just my little feeling uh, on it. Um, so after that, they were they were coming back um, through after after fixing the fence and and tagging those calves. And the uh, the four bulls that were in this don't say uh, corral. Pardon me. I guess you would call it their anuses had been removed. Uh, no. Oh, thank God. Uh, okay. They were they were They're... missing though. Um, oh crap! Dang it, mother. So they decided that they needed to find these bulls, right? Cause... Well, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You just left. <laughs> um, so they go. They they start looking for them, and they had uh, an old trailer, I guess, that they didn't use. That was out. Uh, in the corral, mm. oh, no. um, yeah, okay. And you don't so like a trailer he, you'd pull behind a truck, right? Just, just yeah, pull in. Okay, yeah. Um, I presume it was an enclosed trailer um, because of the way that it describes it. Um, but it did specifically say that the door to it had been wired shut and that they de- they didn't use the trailer. Okay. Um. So Terry, um, like I said, he was looking for them. Um. And he ended up, I, I don't remember exactly how, but he ended up looking into this trailer and he found them, um, all four of them lined up next to each other, like shoulder to shoulder, basically, hmm. um, inside of this trailer that was tiny, mind you, um, in what was described as a trance. Um, I, and I, I guess, uh, I, I'm, I believe yeah, the reports he did are weird something on that, that, that yeah, he, made a noise. Yeah, because um, some people say he slapped, you know, like he banged on the, the, the he shouted, trailer, which I was going to say, yeah, I think, says, I was going to say. He shouted he, for his wife, um, which woke the bulls um, from their trance, and then they panicked, and they ended up <laughs> kicking, kidding. they ended up kicking the back of the trailer off, um, and they left the trailer that way. Wait, um, so... So this trailer was outside of the corral that these guys were in then because doesn't it say didn't it take him like a, him and his wife like two hours to get these suckers back yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah, now that I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, now that you mentioned that I I did forget about That's that as right. well. Yes, it did take them uh a while um to get them back into the fence. Um so they ended up kicking the back of the trailer off. Um and that the it specifically mentioned that the trailer was tiny and that the only door had been wired shut, um, and then when the scientists and stuff showed up, um, it, there were still cobwebs on the inside of the door. So it was it wasn't like they opened the door. Um, it wasn't know, like Terry the cat, did this the, then. The cow, yeah, the bulls just got in there, 
apparently magically like they <laughs> it would have to be warped you through ever, the wall. I know we briefly talked about it in the last episode, but like, could you imagine four bowls, two bowls, in two separate fields will like go at each other, right? Like, remember Aunt Becky and Uncle Steve's living down there in their property? How the roads separated the two fields, and those bowls would like try to fight each other. And that one <laughs> broke loose the one year, and he like jumped. But point being, they hate each other, right? So. To get four bowls smashed in shoulder to shoulder and just be like, this is fine. This is totally yeah. fine. <laughs> it's very weird. And, and for, like you said, the corral gate, which I guess isn't that big of a detail because they said that the gate was where they had them initially was closed up. So it wasn't open. But, like, if they're the ones doing this, he could have very easily, like, opened it and closed it. But for that trailer that got kicked out, because it was old, they kicked out the back end, which was like a welded part that was shut. So to be clear for in case people are confused on like we just had the door open. No, what we're saying is like they kicked open like an old back part of the door, knocked it down. The actual door that would flip open for the cattle to walk in was still closed, like Mike is saying, wired shut. And had, upon examination by the NIDS team, because he called them out, cobwebs, old cobwebs were still in place. So this is a clear indication, in my opinion, that... Something very strange took place. They got beamed up. Yeah, beam and me up, Scotty. Right back down. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's that to me is a weird one. You're also a little. And then it it also mentioned that the uh, the fence had been magnetized, um, which mm-hmm. led them to test uh, the property for, um, you know, whatever caused it to be magnetized. Um, which is weird because it kind of does nothing. I know it's like a detail in the story, but it, it is weird how they like every time they tell these stories, like when Terry and them would tell them, like, oh, you're still a little bit blurry, Mike. But they would be like, hey, this is going on or that's going on. And like, this is one of those incidents where, like, and then at the very last thing, the fence was magnetized. Which, to be fair, though, <laughs> it did dissipate over the next course of the next couple of days. The, mag- the level of magnetism disappeared as if it had never been there. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like it still doesn't give us jack squat on answers or even the reason as to why. Like, what would have been the purpose on this? The, the only tie to this is the fact that his wife was actually concerned about it, and then it messed with her again a little bit. So I just think there's like a ghost who's like a stand-up comedian, and he's a hilarious in the interdimensional world. And he was like, guys, watch this. And he did this. That's, I mean, I, I just don't see... There's no real reason behind this. He didn't actually butcher anything. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like, to me, I don't know. This is all strange. All the stories are strange in this whole place anyways. But, like, every time they mention something, you're like, it doesn't get us any closer to answers. You're just bringing more questions to the table. We never get an answer, it seems. I mean, am I wrong? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking about it too much. But continue. So, four bulls. They ended up um, being okay. They I ended guess, up, though, yeah. So. They ended up corralling them and getting them back into the fence and whatnot. All anuses um, remained intact. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> no Which six is good. inch gaping holes. No um, melted buttery flesh of dogs or nothing like that. So. The, it said that uh, later that month. Um, so I, I presume this is also April. Um, that uh, Colum Kelleher Kella. I don't know what his last name is. I uh, was investigating some strange tracks um, when an over 
overpowering uh, musk. There's that word again, guy. Yeah. Well, you know it's going to be trouble when the uh, musk smell pops back. And that, <laughs> that he had uh, the hair stood up on the back of his neck. He got chills down the spine. We've all had that moment, I think, where mm, like mm-hmm. you know you get the chill like down your spine, and you're just like you feel all eerie and. Um, I think we probably all had that. And Darn it, I'm feeling any... it right now, just listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, uh, it also mentioned that he had the feeling of being watched, and he felt a presence. Uh, there was another person that was working um, close by him, um, and I guess he they didn't talk about it during this incident. <laughs> but uh, afterward, they talked about it, and the person that uh, was working around him um also mentioned that uh his that he had the same kind of um feeling like someone was watching him um you know feeling like a presence the musk smell and he also added that the compass that he had um started pointing towards where the scent was coming from the strongest um, you know, that's interesting to me, too, because, like, we all know that when you're around something for a while, you can go nose blind. Who knows how long you're smelling this? But that's interesting that he could detect it. Like, you know, like, we all smell like something could I mean, be I feel like a, good, there, there's a like, significant smell. You can you can definitely come up like, yeah, you can tell which direction it's coming from. Um, yeah, I guess so, that's true. Fair point. Oh, and then it uh, it said that the compass started working again after the smell had gone. So that's Ooh. really quick thing because I'm I'm almost dead positive uh, we don't have it in the notes um, for what I sent you originally. I'm going to share one story real quick because this actually I, I, I'm almost I'm 95 percent sure this took place before the Nids got there, but if it didn't, forgive me. I apologize. So one last crazy story about uh, Terry and his son. There was actually one point where <clears throat> excuse me. Um, no, th- I, actually, this is while Nids is there. This is while Nids was there because they set up. This was not long after the incident with the calf happened, being completely stripped down, that they set up all the surveillance. Do you have that? I don't know if you got that in the notes coming up or no. Okay, so no. what they ended up doing was they said, all right, because instead of just Terry finding these things or finding tracks or whatever, let's put up cameras. You went a little blurry again, Micah. I'm sorry. <laughs> just hates me for telling him that um, dude just um, don't just don't worry about it anyways so they put up um all these cameras that supposedly basically run 24 7 in a 360 degree angle non-stop right like we're gonna catch it but the only part that made me laugh a little bit guess how many cameras they put up like this multi-billionaire guess how many cameras three six <laughs> six like six cameras <laughs> <laughs> okay, they knew well, I was about to tell the the important part there, so I was like, I gotta stop this. <laughs> wow. Um, but the point being, so I, I thought it was personally a little bit funny, personally. But he puts up six cameras, okay, covering these spots where they had the hot zones, where they considered the hot zones, and there there are three big tripod or the uh, big stands out there with the dogs and all that stuff. So, anyways, they're like, if something happens, we're gonna catch it on camera now. But then, while Terry's out there one time with him and his son, the freaking cattle break through a fence, so now they're off camera. They run into a alfalfa field that happened to be a neighboring farm, and 
Terry doesn't think a big deal, you know, doesn't think much about it at first because it's it's whatever, but he doesn't want his cattle to get sick from eating too much alfalfa. So, and plus, it's like, it's not his. <laughs> so, he calls his son, who for whatever reason was there this day or something, to come help him, and they're going to, like, on their horseback, try to corral these suckers back in. Well, as they're going over to do this, he notices these two red or one red orb just up here. And when I say small, or I guess I didn't say small, but it's a small one. It's like literally he said the size of a golf ball, which that's freaking tiny. So, I, I mean, I don't know how close this thing was to him or what, but he said this thing was sitting here like circling around kind of by his horse. It was getting, you know, fussy or whatever. And then it freaking ran over to the cattle, was stirring them up like it got in one bull's face in particular and was getting them riled up. So that him and his son were unable to get these suckers back through the fence, right? Like, it's it's pushing them, and it's, like, splitting them up. And then a second one appears, continuing to split the cattle into two different directions. Like, we've talked about before how it would split them kind of deal. And him and his son are having issues trying to get this... I, it's weird to me that we're just talking about it like it's totally normal. Him and his son's like, darn it, the lights are back again. <laughs> You're just going to have to deal with this, I guess. <laughs> but, okay, so here's the only crazy part in why I mentioned these stories, because this is freaking insane. So... Had it just ended there, I'd have been like, whatever. But I guess him and his son actually start to get these cattle back through the fence. We're getting close to it. And the freaking light charges his horse, gets in his horse's face and starts making it crazy. And the horse, like, loses it and starts running for a cliff. It just starts charging this cliff. And it does not stop. Terry had to leap off of his horse. His horse leapt 20-plus feet to the ground below. And I guess got up unscathed because it says his freaking horse lands gets up like nothing's happened and starts to try and climb back up terry's laying on the ground you know looking down like holy crap i just lost the horse looks back and then the freaking both the orbs drive both of the cattle because i forgot about that there was like a creek running by the alfalfa it's driving them towards that which had a drop off and it all the cattle just run off the cliff and he i think he lost four cattle in this incident but it ran them off the cliff but, you know, we've talked about how people haven't really been hurt. It's just been animals. Fair enough. Only animals hurt in this one. But, like, Carrie had to jump off the back of a horse. So, again, not that it's, like, the most imperative. Because it's, like, I don't know we tell these stories. Like, this is the story that's going to break everything open for you right here. Like, no, <laughs> it's just going to be more weirdness. So, but it's worth mentioning. Because, I, to me, I thought that was freaking crazy. This horse, I don't know how far a horse can normally jump and be okay. But 20 feet, to me, seems insane. A 20-foot jump as a... You know, two to three thousand pound animal, like that's a huge jump. Anyways, um, they yeah, ended up getting him back, yeah. but the, the the point being was that once the Nids team had set up these cameras, that's what happened. He's like, "Yeah, all this crazy crap just went down. My horse leapt off." And they're like, "Cool story, bro, but none of it's on camera." So maybe it <laughs> happened, maybe it didn't happen. Oh, and uh, to cap it all off, I guess if you're ending the story. His wife, I think this was around the time of the calf because his wife was in the truck on the property. So this was around that time. He gets back to the truck to tell her what happened. He's freaking telling her this crazy story. And they look over their son, I think Tad. Was that their son's name? I don't know. We were calling him Billy. But anyways, his freaking, his horse, uh, or the, the light, these little golf ball sized red glowing globes, they see it circling around their son's head, like above him as he's riding back towards them. Um, never ends up doing anything, but they've seen this, and he, he mentioned that he felt like he'd been washed as well, but he never seen anything. So, I don't know. It's Again, it's just some other weird story I'm putting in there that doesn't take us anywhere, but it was worth mentioning, because it's freaking weird. 
and it's meant I to think, confuse you even yes, more. So I think, I think all of this is <laughs> kind of weird. Um, uh, anyway, so I apologize. Where did we leave off with you? We we left off with uh, Eric and Column surveying the homestead. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> so it's it's nighttime, uh, and then Eric had some night vision goggles, I guess, um, that he was surveying God's the sake. woods with. So, like, the woods and the, the surrounding property, he was just kind of, you know, looking around. Yeah. Um, and... Light spectrum for the human eye sucks. We don't really see that yeah, much. I terrible. mean, really, we really don't see much. Um, and I guess Eric had uh, some type of camera for, like, watching the sky, I guess. Um, so he was taking pictures of the sky. Eric was looking around with these night vision goggles. Um, like black ops up in there. The the dogs, uh, started, um, like yelping and cowering and, and, you know, for me, that's, that's kind of, we're going melted butter puppy "Eh." again. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) so, uh, Eric ended up taking a a sharp breath. He was well, probably not like that, but you know. Oh, that, that was intense. But like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, um, and, and then I have a quote. Uh, he says, "Jesus, there's something in the trees over there. A huge black thing." That's, That's his exact quote. Unquote. <laughs> unquote. Yep. Um, it, d- it did mention. It does mention that Column did not see it. Um, because well, yeah, he had he the camera without the night vision. That's what bugs me about that. <laughs> Um, and then it, it goes to another quote uh, from Eric uh, that said, it's big. I'm not sure if it's in the trees or behind the trees. It's moving north, unquote. Um, Column tried to take pictures, uh, and in then the Eric yelled Great out. Job. Yes. Uh, Eric yelled out, it's got me. It's saying we are watching you. Unquote. Ooh. So it's now like, this is a first incident. <clears throat> it's not a Terry related incident. <laughs> that's true. This, this is, is the first incident. Oh my goodness! It's like it doesn't involve the family. Um, it's got so me. it it said yeah that that's mm. the quote is that um it's got me. It says we are watching you. Um. And then he continued muttering Jesus Christ um, until he said it was moving away. And it also mentioned that Eric had no memory of this afterward. Ooh, um, so like he was so like, whoa, Colum, what just happened? Yeah, Colum remembers what? it, but Eric did not remember seeing huh. it or anything like that. Um, so-, so that's kind of odd. No, real quick. So, was at the end of that story? Because I'll interrupt if yes. you got more. To... Okay. So, really quick, let's dive in that just for two seconds. What the French toast, Robert? How much of a like little penny pincher are you that only one of the guys has the night vision goggles? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> you only put up six cameras. You're like, guys, we're gonna cover every inch of this 514 acres with six cameras from 1997 that will be able to see nothing, and we're gonna assign you guys one, maybe two night vision. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. To be fair, I think it did say that. Um, oh my goodness! I apologize. Who was the person helping him? Not the guy with the night vision. Eric, not Eric. Uh, uh, column. Thank you, column. He was monitoring. It said some equipment. I, I forgot about that. It did say he was monitoring some equipment. So maybe there was lighting on the equipment. Obviously, you couldn't be looking at that with the night vision goggles because it would blind you. Um, perhaps. 
that was the reason. But I also think it's crazy that like Colin's trying to take pictures like in the dark, like okay, nineteen ninety seven camera, just like. I mean, it's better than not trying to get any. Pictures. It is, but the, those pictures ended up showing nothing. Like when they printed oh, it, I'm or sure they got they developed, they literally had nothing. It was just like, ooh, look at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing. Um, All right. Anyways, now that 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 happened sometime between August and April. Um, of ninety, I don't have of ninety seven. I don't oh, have that's a right. Ninety six was like freaking quiet. I forgot about that. That was like when nothing yeah, happened. The end of ninety six, there was only lights yeah. in the sky. Um, and then in oh, August, okay. uh, hey, there was yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, if anybody's wondering, this uh, about, I was born in August, so <laughs> <laughs> there was a. Uh, they noticed a what oh, what they refer to as a growing tunnel. What? Wait, um, back up. That just on. like wait a so, minute. Let's. Do you know that it was the uh, what um, what Terry described, like the the light that had oh when he would go out there on his like stump? sky yeah, and he would yeah just, like, it had sky on the back, like in the in this like basically yeah, like a portal. I must have misunderstood you because you just said you you described like you said a growing tunnel. Like what ha- like what was leading up to this? I guess or what like maybe uh, we don't know the I details. don't remember. I don't remember. See, when I wrote these notes, I thought we were gonna go all over it. You know, we were gonna go over them. So <laughs> well, everything was fresh night. in my head, and I was like, I'm I almost got dead this, positive no this incident had to do with um, it was Eric as well again, right? I uh um, I I don't I want to say it was I him. Don't recall. I could be wrong. Or Colum, Colum, and somebody else. But they were looking at some prints. Like it was near the end of the day, they were up. They were up in the air a little bit, so they're not like they were looking down the ravine. You know what I mean? Like there was a drop off. That yeah, that sounds. Yeah, familiar. they were looking at some prints or whatever, and then the. Uh, I think it he did have night, like night vision goggles again. It was the night vision goggles. I don't think it was no. I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was night out. I thought it was uh, because it mentioned this. that the other guy could only see a what he described. He thought was just a small glow. And the person with the night vision goggles was the one saying, "Like, holy crap! That like I can see into this thing. Like, it's it's not just a light. Like, it's like a, like you just described a tunnel." Yeah, yeah. You might sorry be I, about that one. I, yeah, no. I know, it's been a no, while. Yeah, since it's, I that's good. It's good. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> so this this growing tunnel uh, was was noticed by them, um, and as you said, I I think I do recall that one one person could see it clearly. Yeah, the person can only see it again because Robert's like. Only one. You'll get that one. And then there's only two. <laughs> um, but they mentioned that there was a the black featureless mm-hmm. creature. This is this is that freaking crawled out on its hand and hands and knees out of this. Dude, that's so creepy. Like tunnel. hands and knees, or it's it's elbows. It says it's elbows. I remember that because that creeped me out. Because I was like, hands and knees make sense, right? Like even though it's hard for human or anybody. You're blurry again. I'm sorry. I can't help but tell you. Um, your hands and your knees. <laughs> but your hands and knees, whatever. But, like, elbows? You guys can't see unless you're watching me on YouTube. Because I'm totally doing, like, elbow moves here right now. It's, like, pretty sweet. But, anyways, elbows and knees? That's freaking creepy. And the fact that something's crawling out of another dimension, in my opinion. And it says it freaking ran up, like, didn't run up the yeah, hill. It's 150 yards the, away or something like that. Ran up the ridge. Um, and I think it said they got, it ran about 30 feet away yeah, from Yeah, because they could literally hear. That's the only reason the other person who could only see a glow didn't have the night vision on. The only reason he knew that this person who had the night vision goggles on was probably telling the truth because he heard it. They said it got within, like, 30 yards of him. He could hear the branches or, like, um, something on the ground breaking from it running. Because I forgot about this. It said that it ran at, like, yeah, an unhumanly it. speed. Yeah. 
up, yeah, it like was, it was 150 yards away, and then it was like, holy crap, it just ran right by us. And then uh, again, and then it also mentioned the musk odor. Oh, of course, we yeah. God forbid we forget the musk. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> at least we know where it's coming from, right? Dude, that's okay. That is freaking weird. I mean, something literally crawled out of that. According to, and then yeah. this was not and scary. That is, these, that is these one are, of the last incidents that it specifically mentions. It was worth mentioning. And again, uh, yeah. guys, remember we're mentioning the big stuff. There's a lot of other stuff, light lights and minor incidents. Yeah, there was the the lights. They said was like a daily occurrence. Was, mm-hmm. You know, that was pretty common. Um, far as like the the blue and the orange orbs. Um, that were around the the ranch, um, and then it said 1998. Um, m- most incidents began to fall, um, so there wasn't really like there wasn't very many in 1998. Um, and by 2004, uh, the NIDS team moved on. Um, and then it, it also mentioned that like you know there was there was pictures taken, but all of them were either like blurry. They were at night, so you couldn't mm-hmm. really make it out. Um, you know, there was well, no freaking 1990s cameras too. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was no, there offense, was no guys. like, <laughs> there was no, um, definite picture of like, yep, this, this really happened. This is a hundred percent proof. That's right. Uh, and the... it did also mention that the NIDS board, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. rejected all of their pictures and that kind of stuff as, you know, not significant, um, you know, and it did mention that there were hundreds of eyewitnesses that had been around um, uh, around or on the ranch. So the neighbors and some people that came mm-hmm. to visit the ranch and that kind of stuff um, said that they also saw weird things happen and that kind of stuff. There was uh, a study that, out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That concludes what I have as notes. Nice. Um, yeah, so, so two last things real quick, and I'm going to get Mike's opinion on some stuff. Following up with what you're talking about the hundreds of eyewitnesses, it, it's it's claimed that in this particular area of Utah, three out of four people have had some sort of an experience for sure with lights, like UFOs, but even cryptid things, you know, cryptid, um, sort of looking for Events that could have had a possible cryptid sighting of some sort, but three out of four people believe that they have experienced something weird in that area. Um, not even having to do with just the ranch itself. Um, but there is one other story I'm going to share really quickly <clears throat> uh, because I forgot it wasn't in the stuff that I sent over to you. So you remember how I said they had those six cameras, right? They were like, we're going to put mm-hmm. these up. So uh, from that, they end up having an incident where the next morning, or whoever was checking the cameras, realizes that all the cameras are offline. So, like, they're like, what the French toast? Like, every single camera is just gone. So they go to investigate it to see what's going on. Excuse me. And uh, all of the cameras, you know how, like, you wrap up wiring because it's old school, so there was a lot of wires. Um, they were all duct taped, right? All the duct tape, had, duct tape had been unraveled. All the cameras had been pulled, or the wiring from them had been pulled out. And the aluminum, like, the aluminum's not, like, super strong, but, like, what was holding them up had all been bent. So they were all bent and they were all pulled. Now, what was weird was that every single camera, when they checked the tech, they were like, well, let's go back and watch the cameras. They all cut out at like the exact same time. So not like, hey, boop, boop, boop. No, it was like literally 
they all cut out, and then that's what they found. Again, doesn't really freaking matter. It's just we could literally tell you stories like that all night long here. We could continue to tell you stories that really add nothing to this outside of making it even more frustrating and weird. So I guess we'll kind of leave it there. Before we go into what's going on currently, which isn't really much to cover, but worth mentioning, um, closing thoughts, Micah. What the French toast is going on here? Um, I don't know. <laughs> the people like, I, have I, been I, waiting. They want your answers. I, I Give think, the people the answers. I think there's there's a couple possibilities. Um, nice. Yeah. So one possibility is that it's all complete BS, um, made up for publicity or mm-hmm. you know some other such uh, kind of thing. You know, someone that wants to get famous off of this, or I, I don't know. I could um, see that, but then like nobody. They never. Really... Tr- yeah, they never turned it into like an amusement yeah. park or anything like that. But there's still time. I mean, they could. Um, could. Well, he sold out. Robert Bigelow, if anything, he took a hit on this, right? I mean, he he never really probably, I mean, I guess, again, he was a billionaire, so we say a hit. But it's probably fair to say he owned it from what, 95, 96-ish? Yeah, 90, the end of 96. 2016, I believe, right? 2004 is when the Nids team left. Um, so they were no longer yeah. into... Who had it in between then? Because the next guy we're going to mention didn't even purchase it until 2016. I think the NIDS team pulled out in 2004. But yeah. Robert still owned the property during that time. So he's owned it up until 2016. So he owned it for almost two decades, for 20 years. But the NIDS team was completely shut down. That whole... Their organization, and we could even talk about some of the stuff they studied. There were some other things that they looked into besides just Skinwalker Ranch. Um, but that all got folded up, basically. I mean, it's... Um, anyways, so keep going. Sorry. There's that possibility. There's the possibility that there's a bunch of people that like drugs. Um, <laughs> there's the possibility that you know maybe there is like a... a, a you know, this is a, a hot area for like it's a weakening uh, in the interdimensional travel. Yeah. I, I don't know, um, <laughs> but uh, it did yeah. mention. Um, so th- the part that that I would say is 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 kind of odd if it was something like interdimensional beings um, would be that. Clearly, the whatever this was, whatever entity this was, it and at the very end they they specifically mentioned that is that the scientists felt like whatever it was was two steps ahead of them at mm-hmm. all times. So any time yeah. that they had cameras set up or something, something would happen off the camera. Um, yep. just outside too. Like for it. Yeah, anytime they were expecting it in a certain situation or whatever, it would happen in another area. Um, well, the guys down there from Cabin in the Woods, they were watching, and they were like, all right, they're in this location, so release the uh, elbow foot crawler over here. And uh... yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. Um, yeah, it's possible covering... that this is, like, some type of huge, like, um, Mass psychosis psychiatric. Yeah, so, like, like psychiatric. Psychiatric? Psychiatric? Well, 
There's psychiatric, but they usually call it a uh, um, experiment uh, to oh, see how okay. people would react to this kind of stuff. Like a, you're thinking uh, a military kind of that idea. There's like military uh, yeah. technology that they're exploring, um, and nobody's really gonna believe some moron. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and not only that, like claiming it, that there's no there's no blood coming out of the cattle. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I, I maybe we need to look into this more. I need to because cattle mutilations are have always had a correlation with my hot topic, which is you know UFOs and aliens. But there's also this underlying storyline behind that of like, no, there's totally reasonable explanations behind this. There's cult activity and other stuff that goes right into that. But to have no blood. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's possible because we as human beings can figure out anything we want to do. But just for Terry and his wife to do this and in the time frames that things were taking place, matters of 25, 30 minutes, which you guys might think, and that's a lot of time. Listen, to butcher an animal and then have no yeah, blood on the ground, an animal as big that's as a cow. literally impossible. Like, it's impo- is There's no way natural causes there's no way an animal dies I mean, and that's i mean killing killing an animal is not really a natural cause so <laughs> fair point but what i'm trying to say is there's no um there's no way to cut this animal and it not bleed there's I, that stump that's the most puzzling thing out of it all beyond the whole this thing just freaking crawled out and ran at like lightning speed across 150 yards and then a musky smell on its knees and elbows. Because they said it was a humanoid looking like creature, right? It was black, but Feature, figured like a head. Featureless, yeah. It's like featureless. a humanoid, featureless black creature. That's so, so freaking it, it kind weird. of looked like a human, but it didn't have any features. So, no I mean, eyeballs, would you even no want to stay there and investigate? No Kind of like, thing. how much money was he paying these guys? Like, well, I don't know that I want to stay there. No, I'm pretty sure if I seen... I mean, like, maybe that's what they signed up for, but uh, I would probably be like, yeah, well, you can add another zero to that salary or I'm out of here. Um, True. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. that. What you just hit on was kind of my feelings, too. I, It's so weird because this thing is literally... And, and this has kind of been coined the term for it now. It's like the... Uh, what do they call it? The... Uh, Oh, what's the Disney World of Paranormal? Because it's like literally everything. There's no, the only two repeating things that we're getting. The only two is, and it's not even 100% the same every time with this, but the cattle disappearance or mutilations, which varied as far as what's missing and how much. And then the only repeating thing that's, again, still a little bit of a variance is the lights. Those changing colors and the effects, because sometimes it's just, oh, yeah, there's lights in that area versus freaking my dogs chase the lights. And now I found a pile of just blech in the morning and it's just just flesh that's melted. Like, I don't know, man. It's just yeah, but there's for, a lot of strange things. It is. And listen, listen, I know I've poked fun at it. Terry and what his family went through this, and I really probably shouldn't because this, if this is a real event that happened to this guy, like I, I legitimately, when listening to this story too, I was like, I gotta, I feel bad for this guy. Like when, I, and I've obviously talked and listened to this particular subject a couple times, and initially your your first response, probably what your guys' response has been listening to this, has been like, what the French toast ever? Like this is bullcrap. This guy's making this up. But then it's like, if if this did happen though, like. What does that mean? Maybe it means nothing because we still have gotten really no real answers. 
But it definitely has got to bring to light a few things for us to say. We've got to evaluate some things a little differently. And I, I don't know. It's weird, too, that Robert Bigelow was the only person who's ever set up a science team of that size and that well-funded, even though they weren't well-funded if they were sharing freaking, well, you know, night vision goggles and only six cameras. But um, <laughs> anyways, the uh, nobody's really setting what you could qualify as like pseudoscience or, you know what I mean, the paranormal as a yeah, real legitimate I mean... thing. You're only gonna lose money on it. You're not, Absolutely you don't really agree. Have a potential. No, I, I of listen. Money, I so. completely agree with that. I understand that, but I also wonder if it's almost like by default. What I mean by that is, so in science, if you believe something, you're going to test something or put forth a hypothesis, you're going to put it forward. Other scientists are going to try and literally burn your idea. They put it before the flames and they try to let it on fire. And if they can't destroy your hypothesis, then it becomes true right it's tested then now it becomes a theory it's not just an idea it's been tested and they were able to get the same results that you got but in this instance you couldn't even try to get the same results more than once because you're not even getting the same problem more than once it's it, i don't know my point being is that you can't most scientists especially throughout the 80s and 70s and all that stuff are not going to have been taking any of this in a serious manner because there's, like you just said, there's no money in it. Unless you so, somehow get hired by a billionaire who just has fun trying to study this kind of stuff, you're not going to make any money in, like, being a cryptozoologist. I mean, they're kind of getting more popular now, but, like, that's not... Unless you find a rare breed of some chimpanzee or an ape or a species that we thought was extinct. And even then, how much money do you really make? I, I, anyways, I'm going on a tangent that doesn't matter. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying as far as my only conclusions are... Interdimensional. Uh, what what gets weird for me is the tunnels. The the tunnels opening because we had what at least two instances at least right where that happened. We have we know for at least the one instance where Terry was looking through a scope mm-hmm. and said it was nighttime and hit here, but there was daylight on that side. And then we have the instance of there and you know it being nighttime again and something crawling. Obviously, it was light wherever it's at, and then it crawls out into this. I don't know. Maybe it's like totally like Monsters Inc., man. Like they're just banishing different creatures. From... <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> like, open the portal to Skinwalker Ranch in Utah. Put them in the desert. Let them have it. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's my two. My, that's kind of my closing thought on it. As far as wrapping up that end of it. Um, besides possible possibly military stuff involved yeah that's not out of the realm of possibility i want to say there's a super crap my brain's gonna fail me right now there is a super famous not famous um military complex out there i sent a link to you we said we were going to cover this back in like episode seven they study um bio um like bio warfare like what's the term i'm looking for here bio something yeah uh, ah, crap. My brain is not working tonight. Bioweapons. Chemistry, bioweapons, um, yeah. But the point being, oh, man, I really wish I knew the name of this place. But it's right there by Salt Lake City. Excuse me, in Utah. So is it crazy to think that there couldn't be any military involvement? I, I don't know, maybe. But anyways, that is pretty much where everything wrapped up there. 2004, NIDS was shut down. Uh, Robert closed it basically down due to lack of activity and just losing money. And then it just sat there. 
The only thing that Robert ever did change too, if he was trying to make this an amusement park, was the like I think he changed the sign and a front gate. I think. Other than that, they left everything alone. They didn't really mess with this place at all. And then this gentleman named Brandon Fugel, Fugel, Fugel. I don't know. It's F U G A L. Brandon purchased it in 2016 from him. But the only condition that Robert would sell the property under was that I will sell you the property, but the scientific study needs to continue. We need the, the, the study of science has to continue here. So it was purchased under that uh, agreement. And a little bit of background on Brandon. He is an owner. Of, he now owns the Skinwalker Ranch as the chairman of the Colliers International in Utah. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but. Uh, he is one of the most prominent businessmen and real estate develops uh, developers in the Intermountain West. Now, the only thing I think is funny about this guy, so he's basically he's just he's made all his money from um, real estate. Just that's how he's made his money. But the uh, what was it that we looked up? Remember, you and I were talking about it before the episode began because we thought it was funny. What was it? Antimini Antimidium? Oh, I. What was it called? You remember yeah, that? You know what I'm talking I'm about? Sure. Yeah, I think it's Antimidium. Antiminium. Yeah, but anyway, so it's like, do they think that that's there? Like, is that what they're digging for? I I don't know. If you guys want, he got this in 2016, and I guess they started, I don't know when the exact filming began, but if you want it right now, you can go on the History Channel, and you can look up The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Um, I think it airs every Tuesday, and I want to say they have six episodes up right now, I think six episodes something like that i think today what is today wednesday yeah so yesterday an episode came out for them mm, so episode six yeah. now i will say this about it and he put together a whole team he's got the same thing he's got a security team he's got the whole thing like the nids had where he got this guy as a scientist you know blah 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 i will say this i'm a little worried about what they're doing to this place <laughs> far as like the study of it okay they went way more high tech to be fair, uh, there's a guy named Eric Bard, I think his name is, and he's like their guru on like literally, you know, like actually putting cameras everywhere, like actually videoing everything now versus like we put six cameras up on 514 acres. Um, but their like dialogue is god awful. Like it was so bad, I almost didn't try the second episode because it was. <laughs> you scripted badly. Like you could see him sitting at the table, and he's like, "We will now introduce uh, Travis Taylor, which is a pretty interesting guy. Guy's got a ton of PhDs and stuff. He's done a ton of stuff for the Department of Defense. He even gives speeches to, I think it's the um, the Air Force, on how to defend Earth from an alien invasion. He gives that speech every single year to the officers, the graduating officers, and somebody else. So people like they actually educate our guys on that. Which okay, you're just covering your bases to be safe, but. I mean, they're educating their guys on how to defend us from aliens. How do you educate somebody on that? I don't know, but that's why we're not in the Air Force. So, <laughs> listen, all I know is Space Force, mother trucker, and Trump wasn't playing around. <laughs> so, anyways, um, he brings in this guy, and they've got all the other guys on this thing, and they're talking and stuff. But the, the dialogue is not good. It's it That is the part that I'm having a hard time getting over, is that... It, like they had a phone call one time. Okay, the only thing that I'm bringing it up for to say that's worth talking about is Travis wanted to do the same thing. So he gets brought on the team and like they're going to bring him out there and they say, "Hey, we've been studying this place and blah blah blah." They give him all the background. He's like, "Well, let's dig. Let's see what's going on." Because he's like, "We've got something." Mag they now know that magnetic is a huge thing out there. Like the there's a massive magnetic field that seems to fluctuate and they, some lights and stuff like that as well. But 
remember how we said there's never been a once a human hurt? That's changed. It possibly has changed. There's a gentleman named Thomas Win- uh, Wintern. Thomas Wintern, I think. And because the first thing that Travis wanted to do when he got out there was like, let's dig. Let's see what's down there that's causing these, you know, if we're having issues with magnet, you know, like magnetism or whatever, like there should be signs of this, right? We should find elements that would indicate that. And they're all like, dude, mother trucker, we don't dig on this property because the TV show, we got to make it dramatic. So we don't, uh, we don't be doing that on here. Anyways, Thomas tried to dig supposedly on the property when he first got out there. And he was, I think, in a backhoe. And then all of a sudden, his head just started pounding. They had to rush him to the emergency room. So, like, for no good reason, his head, like, just splitting headache, right? He ended up almost freaking dying. He had to go into emergency surgery from the, for those of you that may be watching me on YouTube. But if you're not, imagine from the back of your neck. Like, right about where you could picture your spinal cord connecting to your, your skull. Um, he started feeling this, like, that's where the headache started out and it spread up into about the top part of the crown of his head and he had this massive freaking like egg-like size welt and swelling it started in his whole brain they had like i forget how long he was under like two weeks or something like he almost died from this for literally they kept telling him like we don't know you're just you're you're having massive fluid retention and and something else was going on and there was no indication as to why the doctor said they'd never seen anything like it I'm going through the show. I, I'm on episode getting ready to go into three, and he just had another incident from them testing something out one night. So, I don't know. The show reminds me a little bit of, like, any of the, like, Bigfoot Hunter shows or, like, Oak Island kind of deal, like, where they're just like, we're going to just Entirely keep teasing for you, and it's going to be scripted. And, yeah, I, I hope they don't ruin it. And listen, if nothing else, we're at least getting the name out there more. People should know about this place. Um, Dan, thank you, or Daniel. I don't know. I just call him Dan. I don't know. He calls him Daniel, but his wife or his mom. Probably his mom. Nobody nobody calls him that. But anyways, Dan, thank you for bringing this place to attention. I already kind of knew about it a little bit, but I did not know in depth the depth of this thing. And I only have come away now with more questions than answers, to be fair. And I, I apologize to you guys that we don't have the answers, but uh, if literally nobody over does. three decades worth of scientists have dedicated their life to trying to make answers out of this and got nothing, I don't feel that bad about it, to be honest. So... Um, that's about it. That's where it currently sits right now. That's what's going on. Um, I, I mean, I guess the stories will continue. Uh, the mystery will continue to evolve about the, um, the place known as Skinwalker Ranch. And that's, that's, that's about, that's about it. I mean, there's more to this. There's, there's always going to be more to it. So, um, but that's really about it. That's, uh, sorry guys, if you were excited to come in here and get answers tonight, we, uh, <laughs> Part two is a big flop. Yeah, no, not a flop. Uh, a great well, job. Well, flop for answers. Oh, yeah, answers. Yeah. Oh well, I think anybody who even has slightly heard about Skinwalker Ranch and saw we were covering it kind of knew. You know, like the only time I ever click on Skinwalker Ranch to hear new people talk about it is just to see if they covered something different or got a new piece of information that I didn't know about. You know. So hopefully you learned something from this one, and if nothing else, you're at least entertained on how weird this freaking place is. So. Um, do you think if, for the fun of it, let's say Brandon opens this thing up as an amusement park, and he's like, for $1,000, you can spend a week here, do you think you'd go stay? Like, uh, would you no. Re- no. No. <laughs> people make so much money off that, like, buying haunt, like, people stay at haunted houses and stuff, you know what I mean? You can go, where is it, the hotel where that, uh, the, I, uh, the lady, she killed her, her parents and all that stuff, I, I can't remember what it's at, but you can pay to go to these weird places where people, famous people have died, or... 
people are into that. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, sure people the guy are could turn weird. a profit. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. But I mean, we literally end our show saying keep it weird. So I mean, I do at least. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with that. I'm kind of okay <laughs> with that. Anything you want to add before we uh, get out of here for tonight? Nope. Okay. Hashtag Broners and. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Are we, are we gonna say it? Blue balls. Blue balls. Yeah, that could be a well. It was orbs technically, but he did say blue balls. <laughs> the fact that he changed that instead of just saying everything else had been orbs. Man, it was an orange, orange, you know, orange orb or whatever. But no, with the blue, the blue balls. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Anyways, as always, guys, keep it weird. Oh wait, mother trucker! Dang it! Now I, I dang it, dang it, Micah. Do say it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stay guys. Stay curious and keep it weird. That's right. Let's get out of here.